Thanks for joining Call of the Week, a podcast brought to you by utcrops.com. I'm Ginger Rousey. Our topic for this show is not so much a Call of the Week as it is a Call of the Year, I guess you could say. We're talking glyphosate and cancer. No doubt if you work in agriculture, you've had someone ask you about the topic. Does glyphosate cause cancer? Is Roundup safe to use? Our UT Extension agents and specialists have also been receiving those questions. And in light of the recent publicity surrounding glyphosate, UT Weed Science faculty have developed a glyphosate fact sheet to address these questions and concerns. So I'm joined today by two of the fact sheet's authors. First, Dr. Jim Brosnan, who is an associate professor of turf grass weed science. Jim is joining us by phone from Knoxville. Hi there, Jim. Hi, Ginger. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you for being here. And then our UT Extension weed specialist, Dr. Larry Steckel, is here in our studio. Hey, Ginger. All right, so we'll just get right into this. Um, Jim, you were the lead author of the fact sheet. What was your goal for putting out the glyphosate fact sheet right now at this time? Well, the, the goal, and I think it was a communal goal with all the authors, was to provide something to our agents as a resource because we knew if we're getting these questions direct uh, from stakeholders across the state, uh, and specialists, certainly uh, agents in the county is going to be getting these questions as well. And we wanted to have something prepared for them that they could use not only to educate themselves, but also use as a deliverable for uh, stakeholders and constituents across Tennessee to, to hopefully answer a lot of the most common questions about this topic. Right. And, and the way you have set up the fact sheet, it actually is frequently asked questions um, about glyphosate, and, and one of the first, just right after the what is glyphosate question, is does glyphosate increase cancer risk in humans? Um, and Larry, y'all, y'all talk about that there are actually no presently published scientific studies that directly link glyphosate use to cancer development in humans. Um, I mean, would you, do you think most people would be surprised by that fact? I would think with a lot of the recent publicity with the lawsuits uh, out in California, folks would be surprised uh, that, you know, there's really no data out there uh, from any scientific studies that we could find um, and that what the EPA has based all their rulings on that would suggest that it, it causes cancer in humans. Jim, what sort of, uh, of feedback have you received from, from that statement itself? We haven't received anything directly since um, publishing the document. And I think, you know, that, that could change over time. I mean, the key, the key takeaway, as I understand it from that, though, is, is that direct linkage where, you know, there has been no work where we have a population and we expose them to glyphosate and we look at what happens after that exposure. You know, there's certainly nuances to the work that's out there, and a lot of the, uh, the analyses that have been done, as I understand them, kind of are a little bit more complex analyses of analyses, if you will, where they'll look at epidemiological research and uh, cancer incidents and look at a number of different factors that are uh, involved because it's a complex phenomenon. Your fact sheet also goes on to mention the 2015 report from the International Agency for Research on Cancer. Of course, they classified glyphosate as a probable human carcinogen. What, what should we take away from that as consumers? So, I mean, I think the important thing there, and there's a wonderful video that the University of Michigan published on this topic about that IARC classification 
that there are there are many common Larry household items or things that we use you know fairly commonly that received um, a more severe rating as a known human carcinogen sure right and things like uh, sunlight would be right at the top of that and we all know skin cancer is a big problem and that's that's definitely one of them and one most of us partake in alcoholic beverages are also another engine exhaust uh, outdoor air pollution, there's a number of things on there. And that kind of gets back to what Jim was talking about, you know, of the analysis that have been out there. Uh, and and you got a lot of confounding effects. So, you know, other things cause cancer too that a lot of these folks are exposed to. So how do you sort out what cause and effect or if there's a cause at all? So it's really a complex question um, that is really being litigated right now, but not a lot of science or understanding of the science is behind a lot of that litigation. Mm. And, and as scientists, do you recommend still using glyphosate? Yeah, uh, University of Tennessee, uh, the weed scientist uh, faculty, you know, we all got together and we still, still recommend that it be used according to the label directions. Uh, it's still, it's one of the most effective uh, herbicides that's been around for a long, long time. It's very economical. And it's, there's an exhaustive uh, bank of research that the EPA is based on their, their analysis to say it's safe. And, you know, we, we, don't, we have no reason to, uh, you know, uh, dispute those, those findings at all. Yeah, I'll, I'll second that, Ginger, just in, you know, that, that recommendation is rooted in the fact that all of, all of us as we scientists at UT we believe really strongly in the regulatory process that all herbicides go through to become available, uh, not only for sale, but labeled for legal use in our state. And and the EPA made a very strong statement about glyphosate not being harmful to humans based on a robust data set and has since reaffirmed that statement earlier this spring. And that speaks really loudly um, uh, to us as, as weed scientists working with clientele in Tennessee and, and beyond and is one of the is the biggest factor in, in that recommendation being made. The glyphosate fact sheet or frequently asked questions about glyphosate is an extension publication and anyone can go online and access that. It's at if you go to the extension homepage, it's extension.tennessee.edu and uh, they're right on the homepage under recent publications. You can find this, um, print this off, and, and hopefully it will help you uh, understand this issue and maybe communicate with others. Um, Jim, just last thoughts before we go. Anything you'd like to end with? I think the publication is useful. I know the other authors feel the same way. and We hope that it helps not only the agents, uh, but also citizens across Tennessee. Um, we answer questions about this topic that, that some 
particularly that pertains to agriculture, where uh, you know, our goal was always to provide documents that can help people in Tennessee, and we feel strongly that this one can. Larry, any closing yeah, thoughts? Yeah, just one thing is just, uh, you know, we're right in a hot time of the year, um, and using any of these pesticides, glyphosate included, you need to use the proper protective equipment. And it's not real comfortable, <laughs> long sleeves, uh, gloves, uh, you, know, long, you know, long pants and, and shoes. Um, you need to have those things on. Um, you know, when used as directed by the label, I, I know Jim does and I do, we feel it's very safe. And I mean, I work with it every day, all summer long, for golly now, going on 30 years. So uh, I wouldn't do that if I thought it was a, it was a you know, real risk. Uh, but, you know, also when I go outside, I put sunscreen on, uh, trying to protect myself from there. So, the, you know, use as directed by the label um, and all these herbicides as directed by the label uh, really could help, you know, stewardship them for all of us going forward. Again, if you want to check out the fact sheet that Jim and Larry and, and others have put together, that is at extension.tennessee.edu under recent publications. We thank you for listening to Call of the Week. I'm Ginger Rousey, and we'll talk next week. Mm-hmm.